Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, everyone, on this Friday Eve. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Uh, good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving on the old car radio. Did you know what happened last night in the NHL? What? Uh, the Maple Leafs, the, the the team that's going to the Stanley Cup, the team that's going to beat everyone, the team filled with Austin Matthews, William Needlander, and former Ottawa Senators goaltender Matt Murray, lost to the Montreal Canadiens, a team that's in a rebuild mode. They lost 4-3 in, in Montreal last night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's so, it's, it's so sad to see for Toronto fans, especially after the Jays, like, got kicked out over yeah. the weekend. And they, like, blew like an 8-2 lead and yeah. they lost. So because you know, like you're a Toronto fan, you're a Toronto fan through and through. Yeah. And then you just move on to the next team. Yeah. And that's not a good start. <laughs> no, uh, I I love listening to the Leaf fans who were chirping me going into the game last. Well, they're going to they're going to beat your team, Stu. I'm like, that's my former team, but uh, okay, you can you can say what you you want to say. But the fact that they lost is I woke up this morning so I obviously went to bed early last night. My daughter was up uh for the game, and I said, good night, Isabella. Hope the Habs win. I knew in my heart they wouldn't. Uh, but then I, I got up this morning and I saw that they lost 4-3. I'm like, yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now but, we just got to have the Sens beat them. Yes. Uh, I don't Listen, I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, Ottawa Senators are in Buffalo tonight. Take it on their old goaltender, uh, Craig Anderson. Uh, they don't uh, host their home opener until next Tuesday, I believe, against the uh, Boston Bruins. So. And keep in mind, we are going to be giving away tickets to Sens games like literally all season yes. long. So uh, basically what you need to be listening for at any given day is this. That, of course, is the Sens goal horn. So when you hear that, that's your cue to call and uh, give us a or get a chance to actually win a uh, a set of tickets, and we're going to have a pair of tickets to give away later today, aren't we? Excellent. So a, a pair of free Sense tickets for listening to us. Mm-hmm. All season long. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right. We have 20 members of the Hall of Fame here on Useless Facts. 20 members. Wow. That's almost everybody you texted in the morning. <laughs> We have more than 20 people that text. Yeah, we don't get to all the texts. There's the odd few that you have like banned from um, yes. being in the Hall of Fame. Yes. If you give me a score that I don't agree with, you never get into the Hall of Fame. But we have 20 members. They've and... all sucked. 20 people who have sucked up to you. Okay, cool. We've established that. All right. Uh, have you ever uh, used crayons when you were a kid? Of course. Everyone used crayons. Yeah. What was your favorite color? Green. Okay. Mine was blue. Okay. Nobody cares. Do you know the uh, crayon color that's used the most? Which color would you think it is? You have to guess. I would think maybe red. Nope. No? Nope. Maybe it is blue. Nope. Okay, then I don't know. It is black. No. Is the most, huh? It is. What? Yeah, mo- most often, uh, most the crayon color used most is black. I don't ever remember using a black black crayon. I don't either. Like, why would a kid be drawn to black? Like, I would think well, that they would be picking their favorite color. Yeah, but if you like, if you're drawing a car, obviously the the tires are black. And we're talking do... about kids who are literally scribbling all over the page. Yeah, like, yeah. that's who's using crayons. Let's yeah. be honest. You you graduate to like pencil crayons when yes. you when you get a little bit better when you're getting more detailed into art. And then you go to markers. Then you go to paint. Yeah, I mean, 
crayon. Normally, crayons are used for a coloring book. You don't need or require black because it, the outline's already there for you. I'm just telling you what the world told me. Interesting. Because I asked, and the world told me that the crayon color used most is black. I'm shocked. How do you rate that fact from 1 to 10? 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most awesome fact you've ever heard. I'll give you a 7 this morning. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, to the scores we go, a 10, 0, 30. Um, Bitterman gives me a 9 and says my favorite was blue also. There you go, Bitterman. Yeah, so uh, we have Connie the Wound Care Nurse who says, yeah, black crayon's not exactly my favorite color, but I guess it would be good for outlining. She gives you yeah. a 7.5 and you. knows that she will never be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, from Bitterman's wife, a 10. I still use crayons my in my toddler class daily. Thank you, Bitterman's wife. I guess Diva Clow actually guessed this correctly. She said, yay, I had the correct answer for that. She gave you a 10 out of 10. Oh, thank you. Uh, Hall of Famer's Ghost Runner and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Phew, I was worried when you said it was something we all played with as kids. The fact is interesting, though. We give you a 10. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the wannabe Canadian. I want to be number 21. I'll give you a 10 for that. My two-year-old loves her black crayon. Uh, that was like a, hey, be. hey, I want to be in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame. That's what they're no, saying. No, you don't. You, that's not how you get in. Okay, that's you how most to be, people got in. <laughs> you have to be consistent uh, 10, like, multiple days. <laughs> okay. Uh, early morning kids give me a nine. Uh, we would have thought of it would have been red. No. Eight, interesting, but not what I would have guessed. Dark fact on a dark day from Sharon the Tired. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, if you haven't already gotten your lotto ticket, you probably should go out and grab a Lotto Max jackpot ticket because this is the longest that a jackpot has ever gone unclaimed in lotto history. There have been 18 draws since the max prize was won. Previously, the record was set at 16 draws in a row with no winner, and that happened last year. So this is the second largest draw in the game's history and it'll be drawn tomorrow up for grabs nearly 130 million dollars so your top prize is 70 million but then there's 61 million max million prizes oh my god what i do with that money like there's a lot of opportunity here for you to win so grab your lotto max jackpot tickets um for tomorrow's draw if you Mm. haven't already definitely now, do you remember back in um, 2021 when Ryan Reynolds said that he was going to be taking an extended break from Hollywood? Yeah. And we were all sad because we love him. His movies are so great. They're funny. But I don't understand why he even came out and said that because um, he had The Adam Project, which came out earlier this year. He's just announced that he's bringing back Deadpool with Wolverine. And then just yesterday released a new trailer for a new movie that he's in. So, Do not question what Ryan Reynolds does. I'm just saying he never really took a break from Hollywood. I don't know why he scared us all like that because the man has been busier than ever. And the latest movie is actually a Christmas film. And I know a lot of people hate Christmas movies, but I think this one is one that you can get behind. It is Spirited and, of course, starring uh, Ryan Reynolds, but Will Ferrell, Octavia Spencer also in this And we got our first sneak peek yesterday of Ryan Reynolds tap dancing. He's pretty good at it. So this is basically a modern day Christmas carol. And Ryan Reynolds is essentially Scrooge in this. But I mean, just these two are going to be so funny together. Yeah.
My first save? I was this little sick kid. What did they call him? It was Tiny Tim. No, no, no. Sweet kid, one crutch. Nope. Little Larry. No, Tiny Tim. Micro Mike. Super small Steve. Holy. <laughs> so if that sounds like something you're interested in, they are going to be releasing it to theaters uh, November the 11th, so about a month from now. Um, otherwise, you, if you have Apple TV, you will be able to stream it starting November 18th. Oh, I have Apple TV. Yeah, so perfect. You can look forward to that totally. Christmas film. If you don't really like them, this one sounds like something that you will like. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. And Will Ferrell. I mean, yeah. those two guys together, you know this is going to be a funny movie. <laughs> That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. When you become a dog owner, you quickly realize there are a lot of not dog-friendly places. because you show up with your dog and you realize, oh, I'm not supposed to have my dog here. So then you get into, you know, the habit of researching ahead of time, whether it be restaurants, parks, just certain places that you are allowed to take your dog. And I bring this up because uh, over the Thanksgiving long weekend, uh, we were visiting uh, Adam's family and his brother and fiance also have a dog and they wanted to go out to a pumpkin patch like perfect fall activity we had beautiful weather yeah absolutely we'd love to join you guys and do that can we take the dogs yeah 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 totally looked it up we can take the dogs so we hop in the car we're all in our cute little fall outfits ready to take some pictures we're gonna buy some pumpkins for adam's parents to put out on their front porch and maybe get some sweet treats and you know just have a good little afternoon at the pumpkin patch we drive about, you know, I want to say around 15-ish minutes down the road. We get to in, we are rolling into the parking lot, and the sign says, no outside food or drink. This is okay. a family farm and no pets. Oh, really? <laughs> we have both of the dogs in each of our cars, and we're like, what? And so we're like calling them because we took separate vehicles just because we wouldn't have room for all of us to be in there with the dogs. <sighs> And they're like, yeah, we know, we saw. And his brother's like, blame Chanel. It was her fault. She said she looked it up. She said we could bring the dogs. So we still had to get them pumpkins. So we parked and I had to sit with the dogs. Well, they went in oh. and actually had a little bit of the experience, Got grabbed some treats, got some pumpkins for his parents. And, and we left. And it was a, a very short visit to the pumpkin patch. And, you know, I think that's a de- you got to read the fine details. And sometimes yeah. when you don't read the fine print, whether it be for rules like that or instructions, you get caught and you really should have just read the fine print. Well, at least your uh, little um, mishap didn't cost you about $900, as mine did. What? My son gave up hockey and uh, dived into football last year. And so I'm new to football, new to buying equipment. My son says to me over the summer, can I get new uh, cleats? I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, what cleats do you want? Well, I want this brand. So we looked everywhere in Barhaven. We went to four different stores. We couldn't find anything. He looked online, couldn't find anything that, that would come in a size. So I'm like, just find a pair and I'll buy them for you. And he found a pair on eBay, uh, quite pricey, but if it's what he wants, it's what he gets. So I'm like, okay, I'll buy this pair. It arrives. It doesn't fit. So uh, too big, said, too small. Like, what's the problem? Too, 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 too big. So he thinks he's, he's an eleven. He's not an eleven. So he, orders, <laughs> he orders the same the same brand in a ten point five. 
uh, from a different retailer on eBay. I said, no problem. It arrives, doesn't fit. It's, it, the fit is too narrow. For, his feet are too wide. Oh, my God. So I now have two shoes. That's fine. Everything's good. I'm like, I'll, I'll just re- re- refund it. No problem. Return kiddo. them. Yeah, I'll, of course. Yeah eBay doesn't accept returns uh, on these particular uh, accounts. Do not accept returns. Oh. I go back. I go back and forth with eBay. I'm like, this is the worst customer service I've ever had. And I'm going back and forth. They said, well, you have to check. I'm like, I, I'm showing you the screen cap. Uh, when I go to pay, it doesn't say this retailer doesn't accept returns on the front page. Then she says, me, you have to look at the second page. I said, lady, nobody looks at the second page. <laughs> you, you guys are scamming me. So I'm like. I, I can't make a claim through my credit card company, so I'm screwed. I got to put these things on Facebook Marketplace, which is the worst place to sell anything. Yeah, because anytime really you is. put something up on Facebook Marketplace, you get, oh, why should I have to pay for your mistakes? I'm like, you know what? I'm stuck with well, these two shoes. You're never going to get the value for them on Facebook no. Marketplace either. Like somebody's going to try and get them for cheaper than what you paid them for. And I, my mistake it wasn't my mistake. I bought them in U.S. dollars, so I had to pay for the convert, the oh, exchange rate, and then gosh. for the. And then for the duty, and then for the shipping. So these $200 shoes cost me 500 bucks. By the time they came through my door, they were 500 bucks. So I have $900 worth of shoes in my house. And then, and, and Mateo's not wearing either pair. No, he he's wearing his pair work. from last year. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and all just because you didn't read the fine print on the second page. Yes. Oh, so no. that was that's my fault. And I will never shop with eBay ever again. I don't care if they're a client. I, get, I don't care. I lost nine hundred bucks through eBay, yeah. and they're incompetent. So, yeah, that's that's my issue with eBay. Well, you didn't read the fine print, Sue. It was, it was written there. Well, you didn't uh, read the fine print of the dog park, Janelle. I know, and I'm owning up to that mistake. <laughs> that's what we're yeah, asking so, you this morning. We want to know when you didn't read the fine print. Yeah. When really you should have. So it resolves. Are, in a, are you a dummy like Janelle and I, or are you smarter <laughs> than the rest of the world? That's what we want to know. Yeah, give us a call, 750-1100. You can text in your answers at 10 When did you not read the fine print? You got to read the fine print. You'll regret it if you don't. And many yeah. of you um, have shared stories about how you didn't read the fine print and you paid the price for it, including... Yep. James. So he wanted to go to Blues Fest, Rage Against the Machine. So mm-hmm. we've just figured I'll just Google Blues Fest, Rage Against the Machine. I assumed that the top hit was the official ticket site. Wow, these tickets are expensive. You know, I haven't been to a concert in years. I really want to see them. I'm going to fork over the money. Do you want to buy cancellation insurance in case you can't go? Pfft, no, I'm going. I'm going to go see Rage Against the Machine at Blues Fest. Well, he paid for them and then realized that they were a ticket reseller and he paid the upcharge big time. Didn't tell us how expensive the tickets were because James might be too embarrassed, but he was like, I paid a lot of money for those tickets. And that's the thing. We've all all done things like this before. It's not that we go out to do dumb things. We just, it happens. (laughs) Well, you don't have time to read the fine print. (laughs) Yeah. Like Doug said on our Facebook page, a water filtration unit scam. The rental was locked for 18 years and a lien was put on the house, literally in the fine print, but never actually mentioned by the sales rep. Oh, that's some scary stuff. Like that's, that can be some serious expensive mistakes there. That's why anytime somebody asks you to sign a contract, you have to say, what if, what if, what if, Mm -hmm. and what happens if? And that's what you learn as you get older. Yeah, that's when you really need to read the fine print. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liz, maybe you've been caught in this as well as parents. She said she did a newborn photo shoot and, you know, thought that, yeah, okay, I'm paying this much. 
That's good, but didn't realize that there was one cost for the session and a complete separate cost for the pictures to be developed afterwards. Yeah, when something looks too good to be true, ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the time it's too good to be true. And this is just a word to the wise to read the instructions if you're ever doing a home dye kit. Leah, this sounds awful. She was dyeing her hair. She put the conditioning cream in with the dye instead of the coloring cream. There are three different items that you will get in a home dye kit. And the conditioner is supposed to be for when you're done dyeing yeah. your hair to help, like, give it life again. Yeah. She mixed the wrong products. Oh. She put this into her hair and she left it in there. She, you know, she used the entire bottle of the cream. She's just like, my hair looked greasy for almost a week because I put all of the conditioner in there. I squeezed the whole bottle in there, left it in my hair for 25 minutes. <laughs> and I imagine that her hair didn't get dyed because, I mean, those two chemicals need to mix together in order to... <laughs> Die, so. That's why you have to pay attention to chemistry class. Yeah, or just go get your hair done. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? If you've got a young kid at home who absolutely loves going to the arena to watch the Zamboni go round and round and round, you are probably going to need to buy this for them. So the Zamboni company and the NHL have partnered up to launch the world's first electric Zamboni ride-on toy. What? Like, you know how kids sometimes can get, like, uh, like the Barbie convertible, or they yeah. can get, like, those little tiny vehicles that are, like, look just like a normal vehicle, but miniature size and battery-powered? Yeah. They made a Zamboni one. Why did it take so long? <laughs> they say that this has actually been in the works for 10 years. They wanted to get it right. Um, it's for ages, or kids between the ages of, like, 3 to 8, and they Aww. say they'll be able to resurface around the house in their driveway or at their local street hockey rink or neighborhood playground, battery-operated. But they made this, like, truly authentic as a replica. It has a snow collection tank. For storage, there's working headlights. It has a media center with a speaker that offers Bluetooth, USB, SD card connectivity, and um, they have decals for all 32 NHL teams, so you can, you know, customize it to be for your oh. team. Oh, cool! Why didn't they have this when I was a kid? I want one of these. I mean, your kid might want one of these too, but the price tag's pretty hefty. It's 400 bucks. Yeah, that would be around the price. But, like, there's something about a Zamboni. I don't know what it is, but every time I see one, I just fall in love. Yeah, I know. They're pretty cool. NHLshop.ca is uh, where you can buy it if you're interested or if you have a kid at home who is interested. Now, this is an interesting pairing that um, KD, also known as Kraft Mac and Cheese, would like to make with McDonald's. They have proposed something, and they have also launched um, a petition online for people so they want to know, what's a Big Mac without the Mac? Because KD rebranded themselves as Mac and Cheese in the U.S. specifically. Okay. yeah. And think about it. A Big Mac with Mac and Cheese on it. 
That's what no. they're proposing. No, no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. They've launched their website, wheresthemac.com, with a petition to add Kraft Mac and Cheese to the Big Mac because can it really be called a Big Mac if it doesn't have Mac on it? Is what they're saying. Um, I don't know if there's anything that's going to end up happening with this, but they have launched this official campaign. People are now tweeting, where's the Mac? Uh, using that hashtag and asking McDonald's to add mac and cheese to it. No, we don't need that. No, 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 we don't. Stop. Why are all the, uh, these food companies effing things up? Like uh, Timmy's does it, McDonald's. <laughs> like, leave things alone. We don't need this. Okay, well, we'll see what the people say. We'll see how the petition goes. The people are wrong. Trust me. <laughs> That's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, Janelle. Who's made the cut today? Well, on the line with us, we have Chandra and Wendy. Chandra made it through first, so we'll let her pick her categories. Good morning. Good morning. morning, Chandra. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, you ready to play? I am. All right. Choice categories, please. All right. So our categories, thanks to Donna Pascal, who sent them in this morning. We have wild animals or suburban animals? Uh, suburban. All right, Suburban in three, two, one. These are the little cute little buggers that come up to your patio and want nuts. The squirrels. Uh, okay, yeah. And this is the, the one that's going to go through all your trash. Skunk, raccoon. Uh, yeah, this is the one that's going to hop, hop, hop. Rabbit. This is the little one that you set up traps for inside your house. Nice. Uh, okay, and uh, this is the one. We have a lot of these in Ottawa that are running loose. Coyotes. Yes, and uh, she pretty much got all of them. You didn't get the mice right. Okay. Um, mice. So, rats. Mouse. So, yeah. Yes. Mouse was the word that we were looking for for that okay. one. So you ended up getting six. You did really good. Nice job. Chandra, we'll just uh, hang on the line here, and uh, we'll see how Wendy does this morning. All right, Wendy. Good morning. Your category is wild animals. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Sometimes these, these get hit on the side of the road. They're very big. Bears? Did you see a bird? Deer? No. Um, no. Uh, okay. Deer? Deer, deer is one of them, yeah. The other big animal that gets hit sometimes Moose? on the road. Yes. And this is what a lot of the people call older women that are chasing young guys. Coyotes. No. Um, this Cougars. one. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this one is uh, the Canada's national um, uh, animal. Beaver? Yes. And Beaver? Yeah. All right. Not quite good enough, but you did you do pretty well. You guys ended up with four. Unfortunately, not enough for the win today, Wendy. Okay, thank you. Play again. Chandra. Hi. You won. Thanks. Congratulations. We're sending you to the women's show. You've got a pair of passes to get in next weekend. It's all happening at the EY Center. Plus, you're also qualified to win a Terra 20 prize pack a best-selling healthy and sustainable cleaning products valued at 250 bucks. Wonderful. It's a curious thing. Make a one man weep, make another man sing. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. When was the last time that you sent the thumbs up emoji to somebody? Do you send that very often to anyone? Uh, I respond to people on iMessage with a thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Am I not supposed to do that? 
Yeah, you should probably stop. Why? <laughs> what, who got offended by a thumbs up? Gen Z did. Okay, um, Gen Z is what? what? Gen Z is approximately people born between the ages of uh, 97 and 2019. Oh, God. So, yeah. your kids? Yeah. <laughs> um, you definitely should not be sending the thumbs up emoji to your kids because apparently um, a new Reddit thread has highlighted that uh, sending the thumbs up is negative. What? And that no, Gen, it's not. Gen Zers find it threatening. <laughs> Gen Z can piss off. I. It's a thumbs up. Come on, come on. So they say that the thumbs up in like that kind of group of people symbolizes like passive aggressiveness. Uh, stop with this it's crap, Janelle. Super please. Rude. If someone no, sends you a thumbs up, it's not. I, I'm gonna lose my brains. I've got I've got two teen- teenagers. I can't keep up with all this lingo. Well, I'm just trying to help you out. I'm trying to throw you, you a bone. So <laughs> Thank they, you. So you don't offend them because last thing you need is teenagers angry in the house, right? They've been offended before from yeah. other things that I've mm-hmm. said. I think it's pretty crazy. So I, I had not heard this. I, I It's not that I send the thumbs up regularly, but to me it just means like, yeah, Roger that. I got it. I understand. I saw your okay. message. I get it. <laughs> My son will reply to me and say KK. And I, I was like, well, was the O not available on your on your your phone and, a lot and he of, says and he says no that's the way we talk i'm like what a lot of people used to find that like the letter k was like that was rude and like just kind of like oh my gosh like you can't actually like justify me with the full like okay like k was kind of like the uh like <laughs> good <laughs> lord the nuances of text messaging emojis and the way people write to each other is really hard to keep up with yes i agree with you Thank you. Yeah. So um, it's just. And the, the, this is started on Reddit? The, that's where the thread was yeah. highlighting that, yeah, uh, apparently a thumbs up is a no go. It's a bad thing. It's um, uh, aggressive. And um, uh, Gen Zers do not take it kindly. So anyone that knows me, send me a text message with a thumbs up. Every, right now, like Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman just sent me a, a thumbs up emoji on Facebook. Yeah. Send me all the thumbs up emojis you want. I don't care. But stop sending them to your teenage kids. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Some changes happening in late night TV, and the uh, latest is the departure of Trevor Noah from The Daily Show. That has been confirmed. Comedy Central announced that his last day will be December the 8th. The show will return after the holiday hi- hiatus uh, January 17th with a new host, but uh, we have no idea who that will be. Um, he, you know, had made his intentions known a few weeks ago that he was going to be leaving the late night show. He says he's very excited for what the future holds. So I'm not sure what his next project might be, but Trevor mm. Noah will be done as of December the 8th on the daily show. That's sad. I always enjoyed it. Yeah. His, uh, his banter. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see who can fill those shoes. Yeah. Now a show that, you know, had a very long running, uh, Glee ran for over a hundred episodes between the years of 2009 and 2015. And, you know, for all things considered, it was like a happy show. I mean, the show was called Glee and it was about a singing club, but this show literally, I feel like it was partially cursed. Think about this. The actors on this show in their real lives, there was a lot of drama and controversy that surrounded this including the case of Mark Sailing, who played Puck. He was arrested and pleaded guilty to possessing images of child sex abuse. 
and he died by suicide while he was waiting for his trial. Then there was the death of Corey Monteth, who played Finn. He died of an accidental heroin overdose. His oh, yeah. girlfriend in real life, Leah Michelle, who played Rachel Berry on the show, was accused of on-set bullying. And then after the show was done, uh, Naya Riviera, who played Santa Lopez, died on a boating trip, and her son, her four-year-old son, lived. Like, that is just the drama that has surrounded the actors on this show. So now we're going to be getting a three-part docuseries that is going to reveal the real story behind this show. Kind of diving into that and lifting the curtain on the highs and lows of the production um a lot of testimonials of close family friends with never before heard stories supposed to be revealed in this three-part documentary so should be pretty interesting no release date as of yet but you can look forward to that if you were a big fan of glee you might finally get the real story that's what's trending it's brought to you by defalcos for brewers and winemakers i got the feels and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Now, typically when you go on honeymoon, you dream about sipping cocktails, laying on the beach, just enjoying each other's company, and really just relaxing. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's not exactly what happened for this couple, who not only had to wait two years to finally go on their honeymoon due to the pandemic, but um, they finally made it out to Spain, and they're enjoying their honeymoon in Barcelona, walking down the streets, taking in the sights, and that is when they kind of ran into a situation. So during their walk, they noticed that something just like wasn't right at a nearby building. There were women running out into the streets, clearly visibly panicked. And then they started to see that there were flames coming out of the doorway next to the door where all of these women were rushing out into the street. Oh, my God. So um, the two of them said, like, oh, my gosh, there's a fire in this building. What's going on? Um, They immediately, you know, tried to get some other people, like, alert attention to it. And that's when um, he decided, David, to just run into said burning building. Like he said, his instincts just kicked in. I didn't, you know, think twice about it. And he ran into this building. Turns out it was a nursery that was filled with sleeping babies. Oh, my God. He said as soon as he got in there, he sees um, around 15 to 20 babies sleeping. And immediately he got everybody lined up and they started grabbing all of the children, putting them into the cribs and escorting them out of the nursery. So along with a couple of other people, some few good Samaritans who joined in and helped save these kids, they worked really quickly to basically get as many kids into uh, a crib as they could, like three to four kids. And they started, you know, trolleying these out and carrying them out into the into a school, a nearby high school lobby is where they brought all of these kids that they trucked out of this burning building. Oh, my God. So he said that it took around 10 minutes probably for them to get all of the kids out. Um, But 
they saved every single one of them. Oh. Like, if you think about it, like, who knows how long it would have taken for firefighters to show up um, yeah. if he didn't, you know, think to run in there and, and try and save these kids. Who knows if any of them would have made it out alive because the, the room was just filled with smoke and, yeah. you know, smoke inhalation is very damaging. Not very to mention, quick thinking. On, like, baby's lungs. So yeah. uh, now they have a very unique honeymoon story to remember for the rest of their lives. And it wasn't just all about relaxing, but they were literally heroes. And, like, the thing is, too, not a single person spoke English there. Like, there was a huge language barrier, and they were still able <sighs> to come to a solution and save all those kids. Wow. Yes. And that's all the feels on Move 100.